Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. We're focused on hard hats. They're spending a lot of time with sewer rats, Mr. Speaker. Well, uh, buenas tardes, mis amigos. Welcome aboard. It is Afternoons on News Talk 770. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday afternoon, this pie day. we got a lot to get to on the program today. But I do want to get right to our first guest because her time is limited. Uh, that clip you just heard, an exchange yesterday in the legislature, and a lot of people wondering what the reference to sewer rats meant exactly. Also... Bill 3 has been tabled by the Alberta government this week, which is known as the Voluntary Blood Donations Act, would prevent private clinics that pay donors for their blood donations from setting up here in Alberta. Joining us on the line is the Deputy Premier, Minister of Health, Sarah Hoffman. Minister, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rob. Okay, well, let's address what went down in the legislature yesterday. You suggested that the opposition was spending a lot of time with so-called sewer rats. To, to whom were you referring? You know, I want to begin by apologizing, uh, Rob, and definitely it uh, wasn't a reference to Albertans, and I, I understand why they may have uh, taken it that way. Um, I sincerely apologize. I spent much of my life in public education telling children to choose their words wisely. And uh, I let uh, I let my uh, heated emotions get the best of me. And I certainly do apologize and uh, apologized in the House also earlier to my colleagues that asked uh, to re- retract the remark. So I just want to set that straight. Okay. So no no attempt to, to justify it. You regret it. You apologize for it. Yeah, it was offensive. And uh, and uh, if, if uh, one of my students would have use those words, I would have told them to apologize and not try to explain themselves. Uh, there's no uh, there's no justification for using uh, heated and disrespectful language. So uh, I'm going to follow the own advice I would have given if uh, it was a student who did that same thing. So my apologies. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, talk about Bill 3. Uh, explain uh, what, what the objective of this, this legislation is. Yeah, the main objective, and it follows uh, very similar legislation to Ontario and Quebec, is to make sure that we protect the voluntary blood donation system. We've had Canadian blood services operating in this country for a few decades following a Royal Commission inquiry, and uh, I'm really proud of the system that we have. We want to strengthen it, and we don't want to see it undermined. So uh, this was being very clear that uh, if anyone wants to uh, purchase blood um, uh, in this province, that they will um, they will be prosecuted unless it's for research purposes, which we have already allowed in the province of Alberta for a number of years. Why, why is this necessary? Well, we've looked at some other jurisdictions where they've been moving in and, and really... Um, the number one thing I want to say is that blood is too precious a commodity to trust to the highest bidder. We need to make sure that uh, Canadian blood stays in Canada and that it is going to the patients who need it most. And I had a chance to meet with one of the moms whose daughter has been having blood transfusions for most of her life. And 
uh, definitely um, she relies on um, the Canadian Blood Services to have a stable supply, and uh, we don't want to see that threatened in any way. So uh, we know that CBS is planning on bringing forward a proposal to all the provinces and territories to uh, move forward in a way that can expand, expand voluntary donations, and we want to strengthen the Canadian system, not to create uh, more opportunities for privatization or, or uh, blood going to the highest bidder on the international markets. Right. Well, I, there's, there's blood and there's plasma donations, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so Health Canada did a roundtable discussion on this in 2013. The report that that produced uh, says a number of interesting things. One of them is that payment by a private company for plasma donations has never and will never have any impact on Canada's voluntary system for collecting blood for transfusion. So are, are we blurring the lines between these two issues? Well, I have had a chance to follow up Canadian Blood Services because there has been a private clinic operational in uh, Saskatoon for the last year, and they have definitely seen a uh, decline in the double digits in their donations for blood. And, and fair enough, plasma is a blood component. Blood is whole blood. You can donate plasma more, more frequently. But people um, really, uh, when it's a mobile clinic in your office building or when uh, you've gone to donate at a place that has a sign outside saying blood donations required, don't necessarily draw the distinction between those two. And it definitely has impacted their uh, plasma donations as well as their whole blood donations. And uh, to me, it's just uh, too precious for us to be able to take that risk. Well, and the position of Canadian Blood Services, though, is that access to the commercial paid plasma market is essential in ensuring enough supply. And if we ban it in Canada, we're going to have to rely on the supply from the United States, which is a country that allows for paid plasma donations. Yeah, so today we do uh, buy about 80% of the plasma products that we do need, and it's because we simply don't have uh, enough uh, available right now in Canada. And rather than uh, undermining Canadian the Canadian system and Canadian donors even further, CBS has a strategy that would increase uh, opportunities for people to donate plasma through the voluntary system and get us up to about 50% sustainability, which uh, I would say is moving in the right direction rather than uh, needing to go in the opposite direction. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that Canadian blood stays in Canada and that it's going to helping the patients who need it most. And uh, I have uh, significant concerns uh, just looking at what's happening in Saskatchewan that uh, when you allow um, um, profit to interfere that that uh, that that gets ignored so um i'm sorry i'm gonna have to cut it close because uh, i have to head into the house but i really appreciate the chance to touch base on this and i'd be happy to follow up further all right well we'll do so minister thanks for your time you appreciate it thanks rob all right sarah hoffman uh, minister of health the deputy premier as well uh so yeah we were told initially she could make five minutes for us and i guess that was probably just checking the clock about five minutes so she did have to cut it short but i think we knew that going in all right well, we got a lot to talk about here. Uh, not the least of which, I guess, is the comment she made in the House yesterday, which she unequivocally apologized for. No attempt to say, well, here's what I meant, here's who I was talking about, uh, but very plainly saying it was wrong, I withdraw it, I apologize for it. It was certainly a weird moment in the House yesterday. And I'll, I'll play for you the exchange so you can hear the context in which it was said. I still don't quite understand what it meant. I, I don't think, as some suggested, I don't think she was saying that Albertans are sewer rats. It seemed to be more a shot of the wild rose and maybe some of the people they're hanging around with. I, I don't know. But again, I guess we'll never know because um, she withdraws the statement. So I guess only she knew what she meant. Only she knows what she was thinking. 
Uh, but rather than try to explain it or justify it, she has uh, apologized and withdrawn the comment. So we'll get to that in a second here. Our telephone number, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. That do want to get your reaction to this and the fact that now Sarah Hoffman has apologized for the comment. It didn't seem off the cuff. It seemed like it, it was a line she was waiting to use at some point. Uh, so I don't know who thought it up or when it was thought up, but it did seem like a really silly thing to say. As I mentioned, it seems to me like some of the, the reaction to this, the outrage, is uh, a little contrived. The Wild Rose, and it was a little odd today on their Twitter page, uh, they had a couple of tweets earlier. One of them said Hoffman should apologize for calling Albertans sewer rats, which, as you heard, she just did. Uh, they had a subsequent tweet that said, retweet if you're a proud Alberta sewer rat. And they had a little picture underneath. So it seemed to me that those tweets seemed a little at odds with one another. The one hand there, they're outraged and offended, and the other, they're proud. Anyway, they, they later deleted that uh, retweet, if you're a proud sewer rat tweet. I'm not sure why. Uh, but it seems like they've kind of made a mess of this. It was a dumb comment for the minister to make. I think all you needed to do was just point it out and, and take a step back and let the focus be on her. Why did she say it? So there's that to talk about, whether you were personally offended by it, what you make of Sarah Hoffman's apology. Also, I do want to talk about Bill 3, what seems to me to be an ideological approach, uh, a solution in search of a problem here. So there are two issues. I'm not aware that the Canadians are being paid for donating blood. But there is, uh, as she mentioned, a clinic that compensates people for plasma donations. Canadian Plasma Resources is the company. They're based out of Saskatoon. I think they were looking to open here in Alberta. Uh, their statement, quote, unless the government is going to ban the use of products made from paid American plasma donors, which are in use in Alberta today, this legislation means that NDP is preventing Canadian companies from competing with the foreign firms who supply our health care system. We don't understand why they prefer to send Alberta's taxpayer dollars and jobs to foreign companies instead of keeping some of that investment at home. If this legislation passes, we will not be investing in Alberta. He says, under even the most optimistic scenario, Canada will continue to rely on paid donors for 50% of our supply. So the question for members of the Alberta legislature is whether or not they believe those paid donors should be forever only American. Health Canada 2013, their roundtable produced this report that noted no country in the world has been able to meet their need for plasma with a solely volunteer, volunteer model. Finds that the paid donor system is essential to ensuring a sufficient supply of plasma and that denying access to these products would th threaten the health and lives of thousands of Canadians. The position of Canadian Blood Services is that plasma from paid donors is just as safe as plasma from volunteer donors and that access to the commercial paid plasma market is essential in ensuring enough supply. That should be job number one, ensuring that we have adequate supply and having to rely as little as possible on foreign supply. So why then are we taking steps that are going to limit the amount of Canadian supply available? 
That's why groups like the Canadian Hemophilia Society are very concerned about this approach. So I do look forward to the opportunity to having a, a deeper conversation with the health minister about why we're going down this path. Why we want to rely even more than we already do on the American plasma market, where they do compensate people for plasma donations. Just that alone seems supremely hypocritical. That we would take a stand against paid plasma donations only to have to rely even further on it. So we'll talk about those two stories. Uh, plenty of time for your phone calls here today. I want to let you know what else is coming up on the program later on today, 1.30 to be exact. Stephen Marsh is going to join us to talk about his new book that a lot of people are talking about. It's called The Unmade Bed, The Messy Truth About Men and Women in the 21st Century. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12.30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.